morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer, and with us today we have uh, Grady County Sheriff Jim Weir and Under Sheriff Gary Boggers. So, Jim, thanks for coming in. Good yeah. to have you back on the show. Thanks, George. And Glad to be here. Gary, thanks for coming in. Appreciate you as well. Thank so, going to talk about uh, just get an update on what's happening with the sheriff's office and uh, how you can help out and uh, various and sundry things. So, thanks for being with us on our program. And we want to thank our friends with Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma for being with us today. So, uh, Jim, just give us a quick recap of uh, some things going on with the Sheriff's Office. Uh, let's just uh, pick one item off the top of your your notepad there, and we'll kind of go from there. All right. The first thing is we've got a uh, K-9 fundraiser coming up. Uh, what's the date, Gary? May 17th. May 17th. And we already had some responses on our Facebook. They want to know why we have to find a have a fundraiser why doesn't the county pay for that well the state statutes very specific on what i can request for when i ask for my budget every year and it basically says anything i ask for that's necessary for the operation of my organization that's what i can ask for well canines are kind of extra stuff mm-hmm. kind of enhances your ability to do your job so i kind of leave that out of my budget so i can make sure the guys get the highest pay they can get and we get the the equipment cars that we've got to have cars got to have vehicles and we got to have fuel and fuel's going up so uh so i leave something like the canine we leave that up and have it and do that through fundraising and you had the canine program for a while yeah we ever since we started when we first took office back in 2013 we started with two and uh uh, deputy ice was one of the founders and he just passed away last month after uh being retired for a couple of years so we're just now getting it started up again the other uh canine we had he also retired he uh the deputy retired his dog was fairly old so we let him retire with him and he moved to uh another state so uh we're kind of starting over from scratch we've got one deputy and a new dog and that dog need, needs to be trained and that's kind of expensive how do you go about uh, finding a, a dog this one was actually donated. It uh, was given to us by a, by a family, and uh, which it already had some kind of obedience training and some training. Uh, training canines, it's it's very tedious. Uh, I used to train canines. I was a canine officer back whenever I was with the police agency I came from. Uh, just find ball drive, uh, high high ball drive, and this dog has it. Uh, it's already been through some training and showed the potential. So. That's why we're going to go ahead and continue the training. Uh, the train's expensive. It's about four or five thousand dollars to train a dog, uh, and it can get more if you if you want to go more in depth into it. How long is the training? Uh, usually, it takes any place from six to eight weeks. And does the deputy go through the training with them, or does the dog just have its own individual training and then gets? The okay. first part of it is going to be just the dog itself, mm-hmm. uh, the first probably six to eight weeks, and then the handler will come in for another four weeks, and then they'll work together as a team, and they'll continue. Training with a canine is, is a weekly deal. Uh, you have to train weekly with your dogs to keep them up, just like any of the training that we have to go through. And what about the breed? Is there a particular breed that you like to get? Well, usually here in the state of Oklahoma, the breeds are usually your your labs uh, for narcotics. Then you have your German Shepherds and your Belgian Malinois. The dog we have is called, his name's uh, Apollo. He's a Belgian Malinois. He's about two and a half years old, uh, and he he is very stout. <laughs> and who's the who's the handler? Uh, Sergeant Johnson. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Justin Johnson. And Justin's a pretty stout uh, deputy, <laughs> and he pulls him around. So uh, he's going to have – He's gonna have fun with this dog. All right, and uh, they they stay together, right? right yes. Twenty four yes. seven, I guess. So yes. it's kind of uh, his responsibility to take care of them and, uh, and all that, and can, can be called out uh, any time of day or night, I guess. Absolutely, huh? twenty four hour call out, seven days a week. All right, so the fundraiser, and it's going to be by donation only. And, by donation only, and it's going to be where and when? It's going to be uh, May the seventeenth, starting at eleven a.m., going to seven p.m. It's going to be at the Grady County Fairgrounds. Uh, and you're right, it's by donation only, whatever you want to donate. And then we're going to have spaghetti dinner and spaghetti lunch. So come out for both. Absolutely. <laughs> come out for both, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I, a lot of times you'll take uh, the team out to school assemblies yes. and have meet the, the kids. And yes. uh, oh, yeah. even like the Open Streets program in Chickasha a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely. Sometimes you can take them out to events like that, I guess. Absolutely, so. yes. All right, so uh, coming up this next week. Very quickly. So I uh, want folks to uh, put that on their calendar the 17th, the 17th, which is Tuesday. Yes. So I uh, hope to see you guys out there at the fairgrounds. Uh, Sheriff, you mentioned it's uh, about budget time. Uh, July 1 is the new fiscal year, so you've got about six weeks before you can get uh, all that done. And there's a lot, of, a lot of work that you have to do, along with all the county offices, Yes. before the excise board can kind of go through and, and uh, give it their stamp of approval. Yeah, uh, this year we're going to ask for four more deputies, and that'll be four more cars we need. But it, the deputy's the main thing. We, we'll get the equipment somewhere. But, yeah, the crime is uh, going up a little bit statistically in the county. There's lots of reasons for that. Population growth has really increased, especially in the north part of the county. And our calls have increased, and the deputies we have stay very busy. And, uh, in fact, they're piling up some comp time because they get calls late. And uh, it, it's created a problem. And so hopefully I'll be able to convince the excise board that we need these new positions this year. I think uh, you have the largest budget of any county department. It's over a million dollars. Well, right? it was over $2 million so this year. $2 million. Wow. Yes. I've missed a couple of meetings then. I guess. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year, uh, and part of that's because of the vehicles. We started a lease program. Two years ago, now, now I have contracts, school resource deputy contracts with school three schools, Chickasha, Bridge Creek, and the Votag. That money goes back in the general fund, and that helps pay for some of the vehicle lease. And uh, that's a three-year lease, and then it's you can purchase them yep. for a pretty a dollar. Really, after the three years. Yeah, so they're basically under warranty for that three years. So it really saves the county, it saves my budget a lot of money in vehicle repairs. All right, and uh, obviously uh, good to have a newer vehicle. Oh, absolutely. The maintenance, uh, maintenance costs are much, much lower, I much, guess, right? Much lower, and it's much more dependable. We used to get our cars used from Kansas Highway Patrol. They had just under 50,000 miles. They were still under a uh, uh, powertrain warranty for another 50,000 miles, but it doesn't take long for our deputies to put 50,000 miles on a car, and then they're out of warranty. And if you drop a transmission, you're looking at probably $3,000 to replace it. So it saves us a lot of money, this, this lease purchase program. So talk about your staff. How, how big is your department? How many deputies and uh, administrative staff and things like that? Uh, we have two, ad, uh, two administrative positions, and the rest are sworn deputies. And there's uh, 31 right now. We just added one midterm this year. The district attorney had some threats at his office, and uh, 
he requested that we have a here def- in Chickasha or Duncan or Ender Darkville here in Chickasha. Wow, and uh, and it's especially they've moved across the street, and lots of times a victim will be in their office and they have to walk over for trial. So they requested a we requested a new position, and it was okay through the commissioners to have a deputy assigned at their office during while they're all during during their open hours. And you mentioned the the uh, uh, officers at the schools. Yes, we have three the three mm-hmm. school resource officers. And uh, what about a reserve program? Does that include any reserve deputies? Or do you have yes, we mm-hmm. have. Uh, I think we're, well, actually, uh, the under sheriff Gary Boggs's wife, Carrie Boggs, is a lieutenant over the reserve program. Okay, yes. so he he, I'll let him talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> they're right now they're sitting with about twenty uh, reserve deputies. What they do is uh, any functions they have at the fairgrounds they come out provide security uh they come out to our open streets uh any events uh we we depend on them a lot uh the watermelon festival they're there walking the grounds and stuff ice cream festival in Tuttle uh, and the honey festival in minko everywhere and- yes they 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 are a very big asset for us uh whenever we don't have full-time deputies that can be there because they're on the streets you know, we will contact Lieutenant Bogus and she'll make sure it happens. And it's uh, open to anybody? What kind of requirements or kind of you things st- if you want to just – it's a volunteer. It's program, a volunteer. Right? You, still have to, you still have to apply. You mm-hmm. still have to go through CLEAT, the Reserve Academy, uh, which takes usually about six to eight months to complete that, and then an FTO program, field training program, through our agency. Uh, and you're hand-selected. I mean, we, we hand-select everybody. Uh, great program. Uh, I don't think we could do some of this stuff without them. Well, that's one reason we're going to ask for. Right now, they also come in. We have several of them that are fully certified, and they'll come out and pull shifts for deputies so they can have some time off. If we didn't have them, uh, my cost in overtime and comp time would be going through the roof a lot more than it is right now. Thanks for being with us on our Cool Conversation program today. We're talking to Grady County Sheriff Jim Weir and Under Sheriff Gary Boggess. Um, we hear a little bit from time to time about your SRT, or Special Response Team, and that's another critical area for, for the Sheriff's Office. Yes, it is. Uh, we have one that's uh, very highly trained. Uh, they've all went through a lot of training, and uh, that's why I was glad I've got uh, Gary came on this year as my Under Sheriff because he has lots of training and experience in the SWAT uh, expertise and uh, he's kind of handled the restructuring of that uh, part of my organization so how many so these are current deputies they're that, current uh, deputies and and some reserves uh, we have some reserves that are our medics uh, they're actually retired firefighters uh, that went through the reserve academy went through SWAT school they they still have to attend a SWAT school also uh, and you know they're they're very vital we have three medics on the team right now so if we get a call out we have somebody that can roll with the team uh, right now i think we're sitting with 12 members uh, i know we have two from tuttle pd we're looking at adding some more from other smaller agencies around and do a multi-jurisdictional srt team uh, there's a lot of training that goes into it hundreds of hours of training uh, they train weekly uh, i do attend some of the training uh, they train on the weekends. Uh, they, I mean, they're training all the time. They have to. They have to stay skilled. They have to stay up on their skills, uh, firearms, uh, tactics, and stuff. And, uh, again, they're called out just uh, any time of day or night. Absolutely. And sometimes they have to be there 
for hours. Absolutely. Uh, they could they could be there 8, 12, 14, 24 hours. Uh, there's been call-outs that they've been there for 18 hours, and when you have them, you know, we have to rotate them in and out, get them some rest. They can't stay there, you know, standing the whole time. Uh, so, yeah, it's 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 a special response team, and that's what it means, special response. Uh, you know, they're highly trained. Physical condition, they have to do a PT test. Uh, they have to pass a PT test, uh, and it's it's not easy. Uh, I've I've been out there, and uh, even at my age, it's it's difficult sometimes <laughs> for me. But uh, but no, we have a very good team. We restructured the team here just last. What couple do you say? Months. You restructured? What is exactly? Uh, how? We brought some more members on. Uh, uh, the leadership, some of the leadership roles have changed. Uh, moved some people into leadership positions that showed the determination and the the will to do it. Uh, and then move some people from leadership position to support positions. Um, because in an SRT, you have support positions. It's not actually the, the entry team or the, the actual boots on the ground. Uh, you know, we have the medics, their support team, uh, our snipers, our negotiators. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a big organization whenever you break it all down. Uh, the 12 members, what I mentioned was the entry. We actually are looking right now at about 26 members on the team. Uh, so, and like I said, your your support team is a big vital asset. I want to talk too a little bit about uh, some of the news over the past uh, year or so with the, uh, uh, of course, the, the big news uh, last fall with uh, uh, working with the DEA and mm-hmm. the uh, State Bureau of Narcotics mm-hmm. with the, uh, all the raids on the uh, illegal grow. Uh, facilities around around the area uh, yes absolutely uh and the the illegal grows and what the illegal grows they have their license what they're doing is black marketing the, the product and and that's what's the illegal part of it uh we did an operations with obn and uh, other agencies uh involved in this uh, we hit two places here in grady county um, in both places a total of thirty-three thousand plants were seized uh, and I didn't get the finished product, but I believe the finished product was in the neighborhood of about 2,500 pounds of finished product. Um, just like I said, it, it was an, an all-day ordeal. Uh, there was nine locations hit throughout the state. Uh, over $500 million was taken, and that's considered the product plus your properties and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, bank accounts at OBN froze. Uh, from this organization yeah it was a one-day operation it so, was a one day uh, it, it was a long one-day operation it took <laughs> several months of planning i'm sure uh it was actually it took almost a year planning on this it, it started from about a year prior to some some undercover buys uh and into what we we participated in so uh never a dull moment as they say right no nope. <laughs> there's always something going on in the county <laughs> uh talk about uh your your uh, sheriff's office and uh got some new fencing back there in the back yeah I we guess, got to, some yeah. privacy fencing yeah. going up and uh, electronic gates uh, that's really needed because our dispatch center which is the heartbeat of this county is in that building and they needed a little bit more security than they had so that's going to help secure them at night and uh, give them a little bit more peace of mind when they're in there working by them well they're not usually by themselves we've also increased the size of the dispatch mm-hmm. we've got uh, nine right now we're looking to hire one more we've got an open spot and uh 
So that, that, that's very Come on important. down. Fill out yeah. an application, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thanks for coming in today. We really appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for uh, protecting Grady County. We appreciate it. Sheriff Jim Weir and Under Sheriff Gary Boggess on our Cool Conversation program today. And a big thanks to our sponsors, Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems, for being with us.